Welcome to I Wish I Knew, a podcast by Disrupted TV where insightful educators talk about a situation where they found themselves saying, boy, I wish I knew. Today, we're talking with Josh Fillets. As you know, this is a show where educators share a time when they've jumped into something and wish there was one thing they could have known that would have helped out. Josh, what story do you want to share with us today? I would like to share a moment when I first became principal. Uh, at that point, I actually was only a teacher for three years and an assistant principal for one year and two months. After stepping in as a principal, I had this mindset or uh, vision in my mind um, that every single child, every single teacher was going to be great just because of my presence. Now, I stepped into a school that had um, a lot of challenges from so many different angles. It was in an urban area, um, high poverty-stricken area, and um, there were a lot of concerns both um, with adult professional development, uh, instruction, assessment, uh, the discipline. There were a lot of concerns, and here I am just a three-year teacher, one year and two months administrator coming in to take over a school. And because even budget, I have never even done a budget before. And here I am now at 28 years old, responsible for, for, for this. Wow. So, wow. With that, I came, I guess, in my heart with my intent on what I wanted for the kids, regardless of demographics or anything. But my style my strategy and I guess the execution were was were the areas where I needed some uh, uh, um, some change or I needed more experience in, as far as handling it. So, for example, I there were I remember in our eighth grade it was a middle school. There were 16, 16 year olds in the eighth grade. I repeat, there were 16, 16 year olds in the eighth grade. These are students who are at that time should have been in 11th grade. Right. Wow. And there was 16 of them. Wow. So again, you can see that the kind of culture that got could establish as far as like the um, students being very precocious and trying to change that whole culture. So um, I remember um, coming in and helping transform um, teaching, but aggressively in a way that it's more like you need to do what I say so it can get done the proper way. And it took some time as far as me knowing how to build a culture over time, because again, I didn't have as much time uh, in the classroom. Mm -hmm. So people at that time used to tell me, you know, I wish you had more time in the classroom because there's certain things that you may not uh, be professionally mature to deal with. And that's, that's great, what it- That's a great phrase, you know, professionally mature. That's a. How did you feel about that when somebody said that to you? Well, at the age of 28, I, I, at the time, I thought that I could handle the world and people still need to do what I say. I mean, there were certain challenges that as they came, I would say to myself, oh, I don't really know that. And I, I would try to maybe research it like that night or night before, depending on how um, aware I was. And if I did get to research the night before, then I was, I guess, kind of okay. It made me look like as if I knew what I was doing. But if I didn't, it, then I would be reflecting and say, you know what? I wish I had more knowledge in so-and-so. So, for example, like to observe uh, literacy, I'm a former science teacher. And 
during those days in the in the late uh, 90s early 2000s um, you know it was just difficult like people did not really look at your content area outside of literacy mainly your role mm -hmm. so now being an administrator you have to evaluate that those are somewhat some things that are sort of difficult so the literacy teacher is telling you more about the different scientific uh, the uh, literary elements and um, sorts of writing and reading and you have to evaluate the person and, and really go to I guess more of a diagnostic thing and because you don't have that same sort of um, concepts and, and way of thinking Mm -hmm. It's difficult to now hold that person responsible and oversee them. So it's just now you know, I actually called upon a lot of different people. I did have some sort of help um, from uh, other uh, colleagues. And um, I remember NJPSA had some, some very good mentors uh, during those days to really support me. But some a lot of day-to-day -day things, those were um, areas that I wish I knew. Um, said about even how to lead people. The school that I had... Uh, led prior to stepping into that school district, it was a very small school, um, very small staff, and here I came to this now large school, large staff, significant amount of challenges that I was not accustomed to, but I had the drive. And so, so let me ask you, as the director now of the Rutgers Institute for um, Improving Student Achievement, how did that experience prepare you for becoming responsible for PD at the K-12 higher ed and even executive training level. How did how did that bring you to where you are today at Rutgers? Okay, well, basically it's the, my overall um, experience from the, the, the types of challenges in um, handling, you know, coming in and handling discipline. And, and I, I tried to make sure that I'd never um, got stuck into healing discipline. It was more of how can I change the the situation to focus on curriculum instruction because that's my main purpose for being there. Um, how to lead, um, coming in with uh, uh, you know it's more like two three year plans, more like strategic and addressing things and having that goal in mind. Coming in with a vision, like a very strong vision and making sure that there's action plans that lead towards those visions with those goals. So as I continue to work towards it, or my staff, you know, together as a team, continue to work towards the vision, addressing those goals uh, with all those objectives or sub-objectives that we're able to uh, continually see, monitor, measure, and then promote, uh, highlight certain things that are going on. Being able to um, assess what is going on and give again feedback to not just the staff but even the community as far as what's um going on is transpiring so all those type of experiences and ultimately the relationships in the various different uh where places i've been i've met with so many different people um even just through uh the uh twitter the ed camps you know that's how i met you chris yeah. um writing blogs all these things have all played into the factor of me growing as an educator, which led me to this point, as I said, from uh, vision, creation, uh, monitoring, goals, um, holding people accountable, uh, inspiring people, uh, uh, making myself more of a, uh, 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 an expert in the area of curriculum design, uh, professional learning communities, analyze data drive instruction. So 
again, that's how all of these heirs have equipped me to be able to see, oversee uh, this institute at Rutgers, which allows me to deal with every possible school district in the state of New Jersey and the nation to support them in various different ways because of all this experience. That sounds really, really exciting. Um, it sounds like it's almost, a, a, could be too much. Um, you know, like there's, there's almost like there's too many possibilities. Oh my gosh, where do I begin? But I guess it would be safe to say that all the trainings um, that you do focus on one piece of that, whether it's leadership or relationship building or climate, um, culture, uh, all of those pieces that come together, I'm guessing are part and parcel of those PDs that you build into whatever program you're building out for your, um, your district. That is correct. So um, all of the workshops that we do design, um, either the, the conferences are based on concepts that school district want and need. And then if we, when we go in district, we do it based on a specific need. Now, the premise of everything we do at Rutgers, the Institute for Improving Student Achievement, this uh, acronym is called RISA, all under the premise of equity. Because when students do not feel they have a voice, they do not feel valued, they cannot learn, and ultimately they cannot achieve. So if I, I wish I knew um, how in the past, like a stepping in as a first year teacher, first year um, VP, first year principal, even assistant superintendent, how can I be able to build the capacity of my educators to really support students differently? Um, that's what I wish I were knew. I, I wish I knew when I were younger uh, or had less experience. And but that's what I'm preparing educators to do now at my position in Rising. Well, Josh, what would you say is the biggest takeaway you'd like our listeners to have from our discussion every child has an experience and unless you know the child from a relationship perspective and fully understand what they're going through you can never take into account their specific need and I, um, I'm hoping that people do not uh, focus on the the definition or term of equity meaning equal based on fairness it needs to be addressing children according to their needs and regardless of what it takes because we're in this role to really support children as educators. And if we're doing it based on what we feel is fair and equal, um, we're, we're missing the mark. And to me, it's more like we're, we're making that child or, or student, uh, regardless of even a, 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 an early adult child, um, we're not letting them get their full potential because of, I guess, us. So that's my take to the, the listeners. Now, if you wish you were, um, I guess, more knowledgeable about things about equity, that's when you would call uh, or contact me, um, contact Rutgers, the GS, the Grad School of Education and find RISA. Um, and we will support you and your district and your schools and even the classrooms on uh, improving equity practices um, from all those different levels. Wow. Um, we've been talking with Josh Blaze today. Josh, I want to thank you so much for taking time to talk with us. Welcome. It's my pleasure.
We hope that you'll join us again when we talk about I Wish I Knew on Disrupt Ed TV. Thanks for listening.